Some days are terrible, you wish that you were dead And some days are magical, like grape banana bread Someday we'll be friends with the voices in our heads The voices in our heads Hi, hello, welcome. This is episode 16 of The Voices in Our Heads. I'm Christina Hutchinson, your host, and this episode of the podcast is not sponsored by Great Jones Spa. Hey, do you want your face to look like someone pooped on it? Great Jones Spa. Again, not a sponsor of this podcast. More on that in a minute. Hey, come see me live if you're in the following places in the following times. New York City, Saturday, January 25th. Wendy Starling and I co-host Glamour Puss at Zinc Bar in the West Village. That's at 8 p.m. February 6th to the 8th, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm headlining Helium Comedy Club. Don't go to Great Jones Spa. February 13th, Justin Silver and I are co-hosting our monthly show in New York City called We're Not Banging at The Stand. And at the end of March, I'm going to be in Houston, Texas with Corinne uh, and a bunch of other incredible comedians for Skankfest. Very excited about that. At the end of April, I'm going to be in Austin, Texas with a bunch of also wonderful comedians for the Moon Tower Comedy Festival. Don't go to Great Jones Spa. Um... Oh, some additional things. Uh, I found I have my dates for Ireland. I'm so excited. Man, people have been messaging me recommendations and I've acquired a list and I actually showed that list to my Irish friend who's from Ireland. And he looked at it and he was like, these are great suggestions. And I was like, thank y'all. But I'm going to be there April 2nd to the 12th. And I want, I'll, if you have a podcast, I'll do it. But like, you know, a good podcast, not a bad one. I don't want to do a bad podcast. I got, you know, I, I'm going to be there for 10 days. But I want to, you know, there's this one podcast that messaged me and I looked at their profile and they had a shitload of followers. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. I would love to do your podcast. Even if it's not crazy popular, just just, just message me. The voice, uh, the voices in our heads podcast at gmail.com is my email. And uh, also have another thing that's kind of weird. I guess it's a... It's a job posting, if you will. Don't go to Great John Spa. I guess it's a job. It's a one-nighter. If I, and if it's for if you live in New York City. Because if you don't, I don't want you to travel in for this. This is kind of weird. I'm like, is this a good idea? But I think it is. And we'll see. But I'm having... My birthday is February 19th, which falls on a Wednesday this year. And I'm having my birthday party at this crazy hotel suite. I did it last year. And this year I'm doing it again because I feel like I didn't have a lot of time to plan it last year because I was traveling and I was in Mexico and I was in California for gigs. And then I flew back to New York City after being on the road for two weeks. And then the next day was the party. And I was like, fuck, I didn't really do the things I wanted to do for it. Like I wanted to get a photo booth, but I was like, I can't, whatever. So I'm having a party again. And because I'm sober this month, I, uh, I have time to actually think things out. And so I'm having it at the same place again. And if you live in New York City and you're a person, it doesn't matter your gender or age, I don't care. Because if you don't want to do this, then don't email me. You know what I mean? That's how that works. Don't go to Great John's Pop. Um, but I'm looking for two, to hire two people, I'll pay you, um, to help me <laughs> basically work the party. Like answer the door. I need somebody to answer the door of this hotel suite because... I last year I was like running around and then I was also weird about I was like picking up everyone's trash 
And I understand like, you know, you pay for the hotel room and you have house cleaning to do it. But you, I just wanted to clean up as we went along just so it's not as crazy. You know, there's a lot of people there. There's a lot of red solo cups everywhere. And I found myself like trying to greet people and, and hanging up their coats and telling them this is the drinks. This is the, so I want one person to like be the door person. Um, there's going to be a password to get in so you don't have to like have a guest list or anything. <clears throat> and another person to kind of just be like, oh, you know, the drinks are over here and this is over here and then just picking up some shit. And then if anyone spills anything, if you kind of just dab it with a paper towel. I don't know. If I All I know is if I have two people that I can trust that I'm paying to like help me with that, I will be less worried about the party and I can actually enjoy it. Because last year I was a little like, wait a second, uh, wait, don't spill that. And, you know, I'm trying to be a little more chill about it. And this would help me be more chill. So if you're interested in that and you're available on the evening of February 19th, it's a Wednesday from like, let's say 8 p.m. to not crazy late. The party will be going late, but you don't have to stay until that late. I mean, you can hang out, whatever. But like, I would want you helping out from 8 p.m. to about 1 a.m. Yeah, if you're interested, the voices in our heads podcast at gmail.com. Put something, put birthday in the subject line so I know. And I don't know, it doesn't, you just got to want to do it and not be, an asshole that's really all the you don't have to send me a a resume but I don't know if if you worked events or something maybe say that it doesn't really matter I'm just looking for somebody with a good sense of humor who's trustworthy and by trustworthy I mean just will open the door and be nice so if that's something that's interests you email me all right hey guys let's do some fuck boy theater The following fuckboy theater conversation takes place via text. And it's between a man and a woman who used to have sexual relations with each other, but they no longer have sex anymore. Okay? And it's between a girl named Alice, you're going to hear it because he says the name Alice in these messages, and a boy named... A boy named... Calvarez. It's Alvarez. Okay, ready? Fuckboy theater between two former lovers. Monday, September 2nd, 10.35 a.m. Cook queens are hard to find. Yeah, I sure ain't one. Wednesday, September 4th, 5.15 p.m. So have your partners fucked you better than me? LOL, good afternoon to you as well. So a yes then, I roll emoji, and afternoon. What's up with you? Why are you texting me suddenly? And sex is just different with everyone, you know this. I was deleting photos and stuff from my phone when I came across your ass pic. LMAO, crying laughing face emoji, and yes, sex is different, but also better slash worse. Eye roll emoji, okay. Well, that's the truth. I saved it, but I deleted it now. I appreciate the truth, and wouldn't care if you deleted it or not. Well... I was answering, but then you seemed mad about me still having the pick. No, she didn't. But it didn't save, 
It didn't have your face, and I never shared it. That probably means you did. LOL, I'm not worried about it, and I'm not mad. Just a silly reason to hit me up about my sex life. And what's your excuse for the Monday morning text? That was the one about the cuck queen. Oh, that. Well, I was just randomly thinking about it just now. That makes no sense. No, the pick was the cause for the morning text. Today, I was just thinking about our sex life. Oh, I see. Cool. But she spells it K-E-W-L. K-K. Thursday, September 5th, 8.46 a.m. How many tattoos do you have again? Why? I'm curious. He puts a period after I'm curious. I think you know the answer and are pretending to forget. Why would I pretend to forget, Alice? Girl shrugging emoji. Maybe to keep texting me useless questions because you're bored. LMAO. Wow. Forget it. Okay. Honestly, when I try to be a better person, the universe reminds me why that's pointless. <laughs> How is asking me sex questions and tattoo questions trying to be a better person? LOL. I didn't delete your contact or block you before, but that'll change. Hand waving by emoji. Sorry for wasting your time, Alice. Okay, buddy. Bye-bye. Monday, November 25th, 2.36 p.m. I'm down to give this a serious shot if you are. Did you mean to send me this or to someone else? No, I meant to send it to you, Alice. I'm genuinely very confused. Last I heard, I was blocked and deleted. Short version. This isn't going to be short. Saw you on Tinder and was thinking about you. Felt like there seemed to be a disconnect somewhere, and things got miscommunicated. So, I'm asking if you want to give me and you another chance at a relationship. I see. I'm going to politely decline, but I appreciate the offer. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I did get a BFA acting. No, no, no. Thank you. Like, I read it a couple times before. Like, I did it. And, like, I hope you enjoyed the voice because like, I thought really hard about it. Thank you so much. Thank y'all. Oh. Okay. Let me, let me, let me just say this. Okay? What are you doing? You working on your spreadsheets? We you on the treadmill? Well, you driving to some place? You driving to pick up your kid? Hope your kid's not in the car. There's going to be a lot of cursing. I, I went to a place on Tuesday, Tuesday morning with my gal pal, Wendy Starling. Lovely lady. It was her birthday recently. I was like, I want to take her to a spa day. I want to like treat her to a spa day because I love her very much. And she means a lot to me. And she's such a good friend. And I want to like go on like a spa day. 
And I was like, when are you available? And she's like, Tuesday. And I'm like, okay. Let me pick a spot. And I was like, okay. And I went on Google and, it, and I was like perusing, you know, there's so many articles about, these are like the spas that you have to go to in New York City. There's a lot of those. And I, and I perused a bunch of those. And one of the spas uh, was a spa called Great Jones Spa. <laughs> Don't recommend it. But I picked that one. And we got facials. We got the deluxe facial. That's what it said on the website. Okay. Deluxe. Ooh, deluxe. Ooh. And then we spent an hour in their little pools. They have like hot cold pools and cold pools. <laughs> and there was a time, there was, Wendy was like, oh, it's really good. Let's go to the sauna, hang out in there, and then go immediately into that cold pool. And I was like, oh, cool. I've always wanted to do that. I've heard that's good for like your nervous system and your nerves. And like, you know, if you've been through trial trauma, like your nerves are fucked up. So like, I was like, maybe my nerves will get less fucked up. And we were in the sauna and I was like, okay, I can, I can only go a couple more minutes. And I almost passed out. <laughs> Very sensitive lady. Emotionally, physically, all of the things. And so we went in the sauna, got heated up, and then we went in the cold pool. And I was like, it was it like it was just like it, like knives in my skin or in all my bones, just knives. I was getting stabbed. And I was like, if I can do a month without being with being sober, I can do this. Oh my god! And then I only lasted four seconds. I was like, and I'm done. But I was like, no, that's not any cool. And then. We got uh, a manicure and pedicure at this spa. I wanted to do like a little like spa day, like a little like day at the spa, because like, I love her. She's like my friend. And uh, <laughs> the manicurists uh, at this spa, at Great John Spa, not I would never recommend it. Not even to your mortal enemies. Um, the 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 lady doing our nails, the lady doing Wendy's nails was rude, <laughs> rude, but like in a funny way, because. I don't know. It was a cultural barrier because I knew she had an accent from where I, I don't know, but I would have guessed like Russian or Ukrainian or, or some, somewhere there. And she was kind of a dick, but it was funny. Like she was yelling at us as if we were toddlers. And and there was one point when we were getting our fingernail, like our, our we got our feet done first. And then <laughs> don't you love when you're a woman and you've gone to either get a haircut or your feet done or whatever just something done some beauty treatment done or something for your physical appearance and the the professional doing the thing will like just chastise you for the terrible condition that your feet or your skin or your hair is in like oh oh we can't oh, oh. i don't know if it's if it's an attempt to upsell you on services but fuck you you know what i mean like i get it they went to do our feet and they the one looked at Wendy and was like, ugh. And then the lady looked at my feet and was like, so dry, so dry, such a shame. I'm like, this is why I'm doing, this is why I'm doing the thing. This is why we. I'm getting a pedicure, not a massage. I'm do I know, I know. Look lady, I know. And then we were getting our fingernails done and the woman doing Wendy's nails. Wendy was talking to me as they were like, you know, prepping and cutting the cuticles and all that shit. And my lady like cut all of the dry skin off of my cuticles. And then she like shows it to me as if she like just went out to hunt a lion and we needed a blanket in our cave. And she's like, see what I got? I'm like, I, okay, thank you. You know, th whatever. And then Wendy, Wendy and I both talk with our hands. And Wendy was telling me a story and she was talking with her hands. And now, and then her, the lady doing her nails was like, and now I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to stop talking. And we, we were both like, wait, what? And she's like, well, you talk a lot with your hands and now I'm going to have to paint your fingernails and I'm going to have to ask you to stop talking. She's like, I'm a fucking 38 year old woman. And if I cannot move my nails while you're painting them. <laughs> we're like, what the fuck? 
But that part, I mean, whatever. It was kind of funny. It was just kind of funny. And then after, you know, when we went down to the locker room after we got our thermoses, I noticed, I looked at my skin. I'm like, oh, wait, what? My skin's kind of, looked like it was about to break out. And I, me and my skin are, we're, we're homies, okay? I, let me just give you a little backstory about me and acne, okay? And if you're a person that has acne, you get, that's severe, you, I feel like you feel me right now. You're gonna feel me, okay? This is my history, my history with acne, okay? Acne has always been, breakouts have always been my greatest source of insecurity, okay? It's like my kryptonite. Even though I am well aware that there's better things to worry about than your face, and there's better, you know, there's more important things in life than having bad skin. But I have been, it, it paralyzes my soul when I have a bad breakout. And I used to get them so often. And I became obsessed with trying to figure out how to not ever break out ever again. Like I, there would be times throughout my life, throughout the, the past 10 years, where I would have just such a severe breakout that I would cry and I wouldn't go outside. I wouldn't go outside. And I wouldn't look at people. I wouldn't like, it just made me feel so terrible. And it, to the point, acne is such like a, a, um, a sensitive subject for me. Like when people talk about popping zits, I fucking freak out. Like I can't, ugh, even talking about it, like it, it churns my stomach. I can't watch videos of it. I think, ugh, I'd rather get a nail in the head, truly. Sometimes like I'll hear people talk about like their boyfriend or their girlfriend will pop each other's zits. And honestly, I want to fucking walk in front of a car. It's just so disgusting. I want to vomit. I want to vomit thinking about it. A acne is truly my biggest insecurity. And, and, I, and I could go on all day about comparing it, but it doesn't matter because what matters is how I feel about it. This is important to the story, okay? This is very important to the narrative. I've struggled with my skin my whole life. And Corinne is somebody, my comedy partner, Corinne Fisher, is also somebody who, who has the same thing. She's the most confident woman I've ever met, truly the most confident woman I've ever met. And she feels like with her and her skin, she's not as insecure about it, but she, she won't go outside if she's having a bad breakout. She just really, she'll talk about it and stuff. Like she's better than me with it, but she feels me on this issue. And I know that if you're listening and you have acne, you fucking feel me on this issue. Like all, like if I'm having a breakout and and I'm, I have to go out in public, I have to do a spot or whatever, and I go to the bathroom, like a public restroom, and I wash my hands, I won't look, I'll squint my eyes, I won't look in the mirror. I can't look in a mirror when I'm breaking out. I can't look at my fucking face. It makes me so upset. And, and, and I understand that it's not permanent, but it really, really breaks my heart. I, I, I hate it. And I finally, finally got a skincare routine that works for me. And if you're curious what it is, I'll, I'll go, I can go through it because I'm all about like giving tips and tricks and shit. Um, but what I do is um, in the mornings, I use a toner um, like with on a little cotton ball, whatever. I like use a toner and then I use this moisturizer. I found this moisturizer, this lady at Sephora um, told me about this moisturizer and it's really good. L Laneige, the, the brand is spelled L-A-N-E-I-G-E. And it's called Cream Skin Toner and Moisturizer. And the lady was like, I walked into Sephora and she's like, oh my God, you have to try this new toner moisturizer. It'll change your life. It'll like change your way like me. And look, I'm so insecure about my skin that you can upsell me or, or sell me 
80,000 extra products and with the promise that it'll make my skin better. I'll fucking buy it. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I'll try them all. And, and this this toner and moisturizer really works. I'll put all these, the things that I'm mentioning, the specific things, I'll put them on the resource section on my website, christinahutchinson.com. So if you're like driving and doing a spreadsheet or whatever, you don't have to like write this down. You just go on my website later. It'll all be up there. So that's what I do in the morning. And then at night, after I've done my makeup, I, uh, or you know, after I have like a, a day with makeup on, I use makeup removing wipes, which I've had a couple people, estheticians say like, don't use it. And then some people are like, it's fine. And I'm like, well, which is it? And so I tried not using it, but I use them. I use two of them to remove all the makeup. And then I use an exfoliant powder. The one I use is called G- is by a brand called GM Collin. And uh, it's active exfoli- exfoliant powder. Again, this will all be on the website, so you don't have to worry about it. So I do the exfoliating powder. You, you mix it with water, and I do that. So I do the makeup wipes, the exfoli- exfoliant powder at night. And then I use that to- same toner again. And then I put, oh, God, Sunday Riley is a company that makes really good skincare. It's fucking expensive. But man, oh, man, if you are, if you freak out about your skin, and it, it's worth the investment. I... There were, when I was broke, I would spend money on good face stuff versus eating. That's how bad, that's how insensitive I am about my skin and insecure I am about when I break out, okay? And I use at night, um, there's that whole like people think like if you have acne, like oil's bad, but like it's like really good. I've heard that a dozen times. So I use this um, Sunday Riley um, oil. It's uh, called Luna Sleeping Night Oil. Again, be on the fucking website. So I put oil on my face and then I go to bed. I change my pillowcases thrice a week yes thrice i make sure that my hair is not touching my fucking face when i go to sleep because i understand that whatever the fuck i'm putting in my fucking hair can fuck up my skin so i sleep in a bonnet yeah even when i'm sleep well not when i'm sleeping over a guy's house but i'll put it in a ponytail okay sleep in a bonnet change my pillow sheets often all right and look i know so okay Let's go back to the to the locker room after I had a day with my good friend Wendy at Great Jones Spa that you should not go to, okay? Shouldn't go to it. And I just noticed I started breaking out. And then and then I was like, uh, you know, some maybe that happens. I've gotten a lot of facials in my life. I try to get them once a month to, for maintenance just to see, even if my skin's going great cuz I just I just want insurance that I won't break out. And inevitably, you're gonna break out sometimes. I get hormonal acne, I get cystic acne, and I, I know in the calendar, this is how crazy I am. And you know what, not crazy. This is how much I care, okay? Fuck you, Great Jones Spa. This is how much I care. I have like, I know when my period is gonna be, I keep track of it, and I know that oh, the week before my period, I'm gonna break out, so like, like I'm on hinge now. Not unhinged, I'm on the dating app Hinge. And I like going out on dates with guys. And I will not ever, even a little bit, suggest that we go out on a date on, a, on the week that I'm breaking out because that's how much it bothers me, okay? If for whatever reason a miracle happens and I'm not breaking out that month, even a little bit, then I will go on those dates, but I know, okay? Trust me, I know. I have to schedule shoots around my skin. I have to, it's just terrible, fucking, fuck. And look, I know I'm trying to like figure out like who I am and like what do I mean and who am I and shit but there are certain parts of me that I fucking know okay and one of those parts about me that I fucking know is if a company whose services I pay for 
does me wrong, meaning the service goes awry, and, and when I attempt to address it, that company in turn acts like a prick, I'm gonna lose my fucking shit, okay? I'm gonna lose my fucking shit. I get that everybody has bad days, motherfucker. I get it, okay? But when I come into your spa with tears running down my face and you're a fucking piece of shit to me, you're gonna get shit talked, okay? Okay? Anyway, I went to Great Jones Spa with my friend for her birthday. Yadi da. We're leaving the spa and I look at the thing. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm, I look like I'm starting to break out. Uh-oh. You know what? I've gotten a lot of facials before. I've never had a severe breakout after one ever. But hey, maybe like something about this facial was like, oh, it's like, I don't know. Just a little red and bumpy for a second. And then it'll go away. Right? Now, the morning after the facial, it's like a Wednesday morning, okay? I noticed that the breakout wasn't really going away and it kept getting worse. And each day that passed, it got progressively worse. And when I say progressively worse, I mean, it's like the take the worst breakout that I personally have ever had and slap that on my face day two after the fucking facial. And I was like, this isn't good. This isn't good. This isn't good. It's not good. It's not good. Uh-oh, warning, warning. Christina's about to get pissed. So I call the spa. I believe it's like Friday morning or some shit, okay? Say, hey, I got a facial and I'm, I'm starting to break out like it, like crazy. And the, the person on the phone was very nice. Like, oh my gosh, okay. So um, if you could take a photo of your skin and email it to this email address and this email address, the aesthetic manager of the spa will see it and we'll get back to you and we'll have you come in and we'll fix it or whatever. You know, I was like, great. You know, I look, I used to work for Apple. I, we worked at the Apple store Soho. And they really pushed customer service over product knowledge. And good for me because I'm good with people. And they taught me the importance of good customer service. That place is a cult, but they taught me about good customer service. Acknowledge, align, assure. The three A's of customer service. Acknowledge the problem. Align. If I was having that problem, I'd be pissed too. And assure. We're going to do something about it. And this person was very kind. It, it, I was panicking when I called. Uh, but I was really trying not to show because I was like, it's not their fault. It's not their fault. It's not their fucking fault. It's not their fault. It's not their fault. Send these photos to these emails. Okay, cool. Send the photos and the thing. And the woman's like, oh, yeah, it looks like you're really, you're breaking out pretty bad. Um, she emailed me like, I, I think like an hour or two later. I'm not sure. And, and asked me if I could come in later that night. But after I emailed her and I was around for an hour, but then I had to go out. I had to run errands. I had a bunch of shows. I didn't see the email, but I couldn't have done the thing anyway. I couldn't do it um, Friday night anyway. So I was like, oh, whatever. So the next morning, Saturday morning, this is Saturday fucking morning, okay? This is Saturday morning. This is Saturday morning, January 11th, 2020. Okay, Saturday morning. I wake up <laughs> with the zits everywhere. I'm talking, did a spider lay eggs on my fucking face? All over my face. Big ones, small ones, red ones, even redder ones. Ones that weren't going anywhere anytime soon. Ones that you could pop. Ones that you fucking absolutely could not. Even with a needle. And I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh my God. Okay. Oh God. Oh God. And I started to panic. I started to panic. I started to panic. So I called Great Jones Spa and I was like, and I was, I was, I was crying. And I was like, please just don't, just, Christina, fucking pull it together. You're a grown ass woman. 31 years old. You're a grown ass woman. Just pull it together. Just call the spa. 
and and tell them that they need to see me now. I am not a demanding person. I have never, I have never, I can't even, I cannot recall an instance in my life where I'm like, you need to do this. People, I've I've hired people. People work for me. I've had assistants. I've had producers that work for me. And I'm still like, isn't like, okay. Like, like, I'm just not a demanding person. I don't have that in my bones. If someone's demanding towards me, I'll, I'll assess the situation and react appropriately. Sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes it's not. But I am not a demanding person. If I'm out to dinner and the food tastes like asshole, I don't really say anything. Because I'm like, nah, maybe, maybe it's my palate. Maybe it's me. If there's a hair in my food, Depending on the severity, I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm just going to pretend it's my hair. It's fucking hair. We're in a restaurant. The people have hair who made this fucking food. There's people with hair in the restaurant. It's not the end of the world. I would never throw a fit, ever. I won't. It's rude. It, but if you do it, power to you, boo-boo. You do you. And I'm going to do me. And me, don't throw fits, okay? I don't make demands. But I call the spa in a very sad tone because I was crying very hard, very hard. Very hard, okay? Very hard. Fuck you, Great Jones Bob. Crying very hard. And I called and a woman answers the phone and I was like, hey, um, so I emailed you guys yesterday and you would offer me a time that I couldn't do, but I got a page and this is what, and I, and, 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 and I need it addressed today. I need it addressed today. Somebody needs to look at my skin right now, today. Please, please. And she's like, okay, hold on one second. I'm gonna see what we have in the appointment. I was like, and I said, thank you so much. I'm, I know it's not your fault, but I really appreciate your help. And she calls me back and she's like, I talked to my manager and there's nothing available until 8 p.m. This, on Thursday, on Saturday, January 11th, I had three spots at New York Comedy Club, okay? Three spots. One, two, three. Three spots, okay? First one was at 6.55 p.m. The second one was at 8.15 p.m. And the final one was at 11.25 p.m. I was very excited. It was the same location. I love doing three spots. I mean, you want to, as a New York comedian, you fucking, that's the beauty of doing comedy in New York is you could fucking do a shitload of spots in one location or in, in one area of town, and it's great. I was really looking forward to that night of comedy, but I was like, okay, I'll fucking take the appointment because... And I can't. I had to cancel. I had to text the manager and say, "Dude, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, but I have to cancel my first two spots." And this was in the afternoon. I said this. I was like, "I have to. There's fucking emergency with my face, and I have to go in, and they need to fix it. And I can't. I'm so sorry." Okay. And the manager was like, "Okay." I fucking hate canceling spots so much, but that's besides the point. Okay, it's besides the point. So I call the spa and then they said, and then now, now I'm sitting at home. I just canceled my spots. Now, Saturday, January 11th happened to be, I mean, if you don't think global warming is a thing, you didn't go outside in New York city on Saturday, January 11th, 2020, because let me tell you something. It was 68 degrees out, 68 goddamn fucking degrees outside. Okay. And I had, and this day I was in the, a couple days before that, I was like, it's going to be 68 goddamn degrees out. I'm going to rollerblade. I haven't rollerbladed in months. I'm going to rollerblade. Yay for me, rollerblade. What a nice day. I'm going to rollerblade, okay? I'm going to rollerblade. And though, so this woman, I just got off the phone. She's at 8 p.m. And I'm sitting. And I, it, the acne is, was so bad, you guys. Just hear me out. I'm not. I understand that I use hyperbolic language a lot. And I exaggerate a lot. But this breakout was so fucking disgusting to look at. It was so bad, so bad that I could not put foundation on it because if I put foundation on it, it would have looked like, it would have been like, if I put foundation on my face at that time, it would have been like if someone got their arm cut off and they put a little Band-Aid on it. 
It's not going to help. In fact, it draws more attention. You got to fix it the right way. So I'm sitting at home in my home, crying my cute little face off that has been riddled with acne. So it's not really cute at the moment. And I'm like, it's 68 goddamn degrees. This breakout was so bad. I didn't even want to go out rollerblading. And I know that that's my problem, but I'm just trying to give you guys, uh, inform you about the emotional state that your girl is in. Okay. Okay. One great. Fuck you. Great Jones spot. One great. So I'm sitting here. I'm like, oh my, and I, I have a, I have a panic attack. I have a panic attack. Okay. And I was like, ain't no way in hell. Ain't no way in hell that I'm going to sit inside on this beautiful climate change inspired day global warming ass day i can't even go outside i'm gonna go down to the spa i know that they could only see me at 8 p.m but i'm gonna go down there and i'm gonna be as nice as i possibly can because i know this isn't their fault and see if i could garner some sympathy and have them do something to my face i understand it's a saturday they're booked up it's a very it's a very well-attended spot it shouldn't be but for some fuck reason it is okay so i was like i'm gonna go down there maybe they can just put a, a mask on my face i don't know maybe they could do maybe someone could do something because i know that sometimes you get facials the lady leaves the room because she's waiting for the shit to sit on your face and then what are you can do maybe instead of massaging linda's right arm while her mask sits on her face you can help a very crying girl sad girl bad sad girl with her acne that is the worst breakout I've ever had in my life. I'm telling you, there were hundreds of pimples on my face. I lo- felt like a fucking monster. I felt like a monster. So I get an Uber. Oh my God, I want to get a fancy Uber because I've had a bad day. And if it's a bigger one, then it's less distance between me and the driver and he won't hear me crying. I was doing one of those cries where you try to hold it in and then you realize you have to breathe. So the second you go to breathe, you go... <laughs> The driver swerved at one point. So I had to cancel my spots. I fucking hate cancel my spots. Almost as much as I hate having acne, but not that much. So I get to the spa and the whole time, the whole time I'm like, I've been reading this book. Well, I've been listening to this book, audiobook called Feeling Good that we will take a look at later. We'll, 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 I'll play a chapter about anger because I think we can maybe, you know, it'll be helpful. I don't know. And I was like, you're doing this thing. Don't do the thing, Christina. We're on your way to the spot. You're like telling yourself, you're thinking of all the reasons that you're upset. You're thinking about how fucking disgusting your face is. Just don't do that. That are on, That will only make you more upset. And that won't make you easy to deal with when you walk into this establishment. And I, 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 I just want to garner sympathy. Give me a goddamn red light, a blue light, extractions, anything, something. And I knew that if I had a speck of attitude in my voice, in my tone, the chances of me getting help would severely dwindle, much like the quality of my face. So I kept telling myself, don't be rude. It's not their fault. Stop crying if you can, but if you can, it's okay. Okay? Well, I have a little empathy, a little empathy for myself, okay? I walk into this Great Jones spot. That's right, Great Jones spot. Don't go there. Don't go there. But I walked in there. And the woman at the front desk sees my face <laughs> and her facial expression. If I could, if I could make a sound that's associated with the facial expression she gave me, this is the sound of be. Ah! That would be the sound. 
she like kind of like jolted like I was about to smack her in the fucking face. But all I did was show up there with my face. And to be honest, that made me feel better because I'm like, yeah, I'm not overreacting, right, man? This is fucking terrible. This sucks dicks. This sucks big old donkey dicks. This sucks Donald Trump's AIDS-ridden, riddled dick. He doesn't have AIDS, but if he did, that's the dick that it would suck, okay? So it kind of, like her her terror, the terror in her face, I was crying too, but she's not gonna be, she was a woman. She's seen a woman cry, you know what I mean? Women don't get alarmed when women cry in public because girl, we know. Men, on the other hand, you think someone was holding a gun to them. They run away from a crying girl. And, you know, it's a great self-defense tip. If you think you're going to get beat up, assaulted. Honestly, I mean, if you don't have mace, try crying. Because men don't like a crying woman. Anyway, the woman is like, oh, I totally, I'm so sorry. I totally understand. Let me get my manager. Let me get my manager and see if there's anything we do. We are booked up for the day, but let me see if there's anything you can do. And I'm like, that's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. Put a little light on my fucking face. Put a little cream on my fucking face. I don't fucking know. But you're the fucking pros. I get it's not your fault. But maybe you can tell me what to put on my fucking face. Because it's riddled with acne. Okay? So I was like, okay. And I was, I, was cry, I was shiver crying. I was crying like a toddler. My eyes were so swollen and red. Just tears. Tears, 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 tears. She, run back, she runs back to get the manager. It's a dude. I don't know what his name is. You know, I wish I did because I'd say it on this podcast. But all I know is he was at Great Jones Spa the afternoon of Saturday, January 11th, 2020. He was the manager on duty or a manager. I don't know. He was a guy. That's what I can say to describe him. He was also a fucking cunt. So I'm crying and he looks at me as if, oh, oh God not this and I was and I saw that look I am a Pisces I am so fucking sensitive to everyone's energy around me even if you're on the other side of the room and I can barely see you I know what you're thinking do I like it nah I don't I don't like it but I have it okay so he gives me a look of like ugh, and then he goes come to the back please with a fucking attitude that boy oh boy I wanted to sock him I wanted to sock him I wanted to sock him bop him with a glove covered in broken glass. That's what I wanted to do when he gave me that face and said, please come back here. I wanted to sock him bop him, ladies and germs. But I didn't because I didn't want to get arrested for assault. And violence is not the answer. Although I wanted to do it. And I was like, feel your feelings, girl. It's January. Feel those fucking feelings, girl. He had a real fucking attitude. And I was like, Christina, don't lose it. Don't lose it. He goes, ma'am, I understand you're upset, but we're completely booked. I'll give you a refund and you can find a dermatologist. And oh boy, oh hell no. Hell hath no fury like a crying girl covered in acne on the receiving end of a cunt ass manager of the place that did this to her. I said, I need someone to help me with my skin right now. And he goes, well, I'm sorry. There is nothing I can do for you. And I, I said, I looked him in the eye. I looked him dead in the eye. I was very close to his face. I was like, get my, I want my disgusting fucking ass face right by your eyeballs. And I said, okay, okay, yeah, okay, 
okay, okay, okay. I said all that. I said exactly like that. We go back to the front. He asked for my credit card in the cunty tone of a dumb cunt. He had a very annoyed expression on his face. And when I say very, it was probably to the average eye, maybe slightly annoyed. But for a Pisces like me, riddled with acne, crying in public, it was very cunty, okay? It was fucking cunty. And I said, hey, just so you know, you have a real shit attitude and I don't fucking appreciate it. That's what I said. And a, a little part of me was like, yeah, you go, girl, tell him. Girl, tell him how you feel. And he didn't say shit. He just had this stupid, dumb, fuck, cunt look on his face. And I forget what he said after that because the rage of a thousand suns was pumping through my veins. He said something to me. I forget what the fuck it was. And as I walked out the door, I mumbled, I hope you get hit by a car. And I completed the sentence after I was out the door. And you know what? I don't regret saying it. I hope and I wish for it. Now, do I want him to get hit by a car? No. But did I want him to know that I wanted him to get hit by a car? You goddamn right I did. You goddamn right I did. Walked outside. Had the kind of panic attack I used to have when I was dating my ex. Because boy, he had a fucking attitude. Not all the time. But when he did, oh boy. Cabbed it back home. Cried for two more hours at home. I cried and I was like, I need, I need comfort. I need someone to comfort me right now. But no one, there's no one. I, I don't know who to call. I'm by myself. I'm freaking the fuck out. I texted my therapist. I never do that because she's always like, hey, if you're having a rough time, you know, it doesn't matter if you're not, if I'm not seeing you that day, you text me if you have a rough time. Like if it's, it doesn't have to be an emergency. You can text me. And I was like, okay. But I never, I was like, I'm not going to do that. I just don't, I don't want to. I want to figure it out by myself. But boy, your girl, don't text her therapist. Okay. I said, hey, therapist, how you doing? Cool. Are you around? Is you around therapist? She didn't respond to me because it's a Saturday and she got shit to do. And then I was like, I'm going to call my mom. And I call my mom because I was like, I need I need someone to cover me. And there's no one here. Like, and so I call my mom and I was like, Mom, and my mom was like, Oh, honey, I'm so sorry. I know how sensitive you are. Oh, God, she comforted me. Like just the the nicest mother comforts. Oh, her words were a hug. I needed it. It was so, she was so sweet and mothering and I needed my mommy. Okay. I needed it and I called her and I did it. And then I, I went and I took a nap. I napped for three hours. I was, I cried. My, I was hyperventilating so hard because uh, I was so mad at that guy had an attitude. I was so fucking angry that that piece of shit cunt manager had a fucking attitude. And let me tell you something. People have bad days. I've worked in customer service and I've been up against some real pieces of trash. And I do not think the customer is always right. I think that attitude is kind of disgusting because what if the customer is a piece of shit, you know? But I do know in my very limited experience working in customer service, like at Apple, I can de-escalate a situation with my fucking goddamn hands tied behind my back and my eyes closed, okay? I can de-escalate any situation, and it's because, one, I'm a great person, pretty charming, a little adorable too, that doesn't hurt. But two, I had very minimal training about customer service from Apple that just that training that they gave me, I'm like, this is how you de-escalate a situation. So if you're going to be a goddamn manager of a goddamn Great Jones Spa, you should know that you need to understand how to de-escalate a goddamn situation. If you're fucking with people's faces 
and sometimes the faces get real fucked up afterwards. Shit happens. You're going to have to de-escalate the situation. It's your job. You manage. You manage, you dumb fuck. You manage, okay? You manage. So anyway, I went to bed. I went to took a three-hour nap because your girl was crying, okay? And then I woke up and I, was, I, I just started crying just as bad. I was so angry. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. The mom call really helped. But I don't, my therapist didn't text me back yet. Again, she's busy. It's okay. But I didn't know what to do. And I was like, wait, Christina, you're a stand-up comedian. You have Instagram. Great Jones Spa has Instagram at Great Jones Spa. They have an Instagram right. I went on. I was like, oh, they have an Instagram. They have an Instagram. So do you. So do you. Who? How many followers do you have, Christina? Oh, 110,000 followers. Oh, that's pretty cool. Okay. Hey, how about... We do uh, what you do best, what you do for a living, what you do professionally, and you use comedy to help you through the situation. So your girl done looked up various photographs of things, and I tagged at Great Jones Spa. Photos like a dog pooping, a cow with diarrhea, Mitch McConnell and his 27 shins, tag Great Jones Spa, that Boris dude who runs England now, I found a, a lot of pictures of him making a terrible face. Tag Great Jones Spa right in the middle of his lips. Photo of uh, Donald Trump talking to Mike Pence. Tag Great Jones Spa on Donald Trump. Tag Great Jones Spa on Mike Pence. A photo of a 27-car pileup. I tag Great Jones Spa multiple times all throughout the pileup. And I was like, and then I was laughing. I made myself laugh because I'm a comedian. That's what I do. It's my job to make people laugh. And you know what? Sometimes I use my powers for me. And I made myself laugh. And I was like, you know what? This feels good. I'm less angry because look, there's nothing I can do. The guy was a cunt. There's nothing I do. Oh, there is something I can do. I can have a photo of a man barfing in a cowboy hat, tag great Jones Spa on it. I don't want them to go out of business. Okay. I don't want anything from them. I don't want them to go out of business. I don't want to get them shut, them shut down. I mean, if they do, that's their fucking fault. It's not my fault. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that this is what they deserve at all. You should fire that piece of work you have working for you though that manager I t- t- he says or just fucking train him to not be a bitch but I don't want anything from you great Jones spa I would simply like to exercise my right as an American of free speech to publicly shit on you one final time okay because let me tell you, I said this a couple times before. I'll say it goddamn again. Great Jones Spa. Hell hath no fury like a woman covered in acne, crying in your establishment, getting an attitude from the person who's supposed to be your fucking goddamn manager, okay? Hey, I made some lists. Here's a list. This is a list. Okay, okay. You know how like BuzzFeed has like listicles and shit? Well, I made a listicle too. This is a listicle of six things I'd rather do than step my cute little toe back in Great Jones Spa. Okay, number one, eat a sick baby's poopy diaper. Rather do that than go to Great Jones Spa. Number two, kiss a corpse on the mouth and subsequently risk being charged with necrophilia, thereby causing severe emotional distress to my family and friends, especially my mother. So sweet, that lady is so sweet. Something else I'd rather do than go to Great Jones Spa. I love to walk outside, walk my ass over to Port Authority bus terminal and pick a homeless man off the streets and pay him $200 to pierce my nipples with a rusty rod. What else would I rather do than go to Great Jones Bug? I'd rather ask a dentist if he could pull out 
all of my wisdom teeth halfway out of my gums, okay? Not fully out of my gums. I just want a dentist. I would pay a dentist to pull the three remaining wisdom teeth that are still in my bones halfway out of my gums. And I want them to stick out just enough to make my cheeks bleed whenever I talk or smile. And I talk a lot and I smile a lot. Sometimes I smile while talking. I'd rather do that than ever go to Grayson's Spa again. What else would I rather do? Oh, I'd rather eat a bowl of turds for breakfast every morning, picking a new animal each week that I'd have to find in the wild and somehow train to poop exclusively or partly in my cereal bowl. I'd rather do that every morning than go to Great Jones' Bob. You know what else I'd rather do? This, this is an activity that I'd rather do because I really thought long and hard about this list. I was like, you know, really, speak from your heart. The next time I'm in a cab or an Uber and I'm stopped at a light and I notice someone in the car next to me picking their nose and eating it. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, I see that often. More often than you might assume. If I, next time I see that, I'll stop my journey in said cab or Uber. I'll get out and I'll politely, politely knock on the passenger side door of the booger eating driver. And as he or she, but most likely he, it's not a man hating thing, but them's is the facts based on my eyeballs and what they see. It's usually men eating their own boogers. I see it a lot. If he or she, but probably he rolls down their window, I'll say, excuse me, mister. But may I have your next boogie to put in my tummy? I'll ask real nice. And if it's a man, I'll show my titties for it. I'll give, I'll show you a nipple for a booger. And after he hands me over one of those boogers, I'll fucking eat the booger. I'd rather do that than ever go to Great Jones Spa ever again. Okay? Just so you know. Oh my God, my cat, I'll give you a caterpillar update. I bought caterpillars and I thought they was dead. But they ain't dead, yo. They were just sleeping. And I also lifted the lid a little bit because I was like, I don't think these guys are getting any oxygen. There's no holes in this container. And then I realized that there's a place to puncture holes in the container and I didn't puncture it. So I punctured it. I was like, uh-oh. 10-4, we gotta get the caterpillars oxygen. And then after that, they started growing and hanging out. One did die. So, so one out of five of my caterpillars died. But hey, four out of five ain't bad. So I'll give you an update next week. They're getting big. They're all cute and hairy. I think I got another week until they're butterflies. And I already figured out that uh, I can take the caterpillars uh, after they've turned into butterflies. And I like keep them for like a day, all right? Like I'll, I'll feed them and shit, but I'm gonna, like hang, enjoy them for a little bit. I was going to drive down to goddamn Florida to release these because of the whole butterflies are supposed to do something specific in the winter so they don't die. And these motherfuckers are growing in a house and I don't think they're going to know how to do that. I don't know how well their instincts are as a butterfly. I will fucking drive my ass down to a warm climate to release these butterflies because they ain't dying on my watch. I brought them into this world. I ain't taking them out, but I am going to take them to the Museum of Natural History because they have a butterfly exhibit. Okay. So that's cute. That's a caterpillar update. Another thing I know about myself, in addition to I'm very sensitive about my skin and acne makes me want to run and hide and put a mask on. And if if a customer service person is rude after the company has wronged me, I will lose my shit. Something else I know about myself, not a morning person. 
Not a morning person. Never have been. I'm also not really a night person. I'm a smack dab in the middle of the afternoon person. There's a good solid three hour window in the middle of every day where I'm like, this is my time to shine. I've always been angry in the mornings. Anyone who knows me well can attest to this. And as nice of a person as I am, as kind and sweet as I am, which I am, many people who are afraid are afraid to talk to me in the mornings and for a good reason. They're for a good reason. And something happened the other day. <laughs> oh God. My building is getting a new elevator. I live on the first floor of this building. My apartment, fucking great apartment. It's two and a half story apartment, okay? The bottom level is in the basement of the building. That's where my bedroom is. And uh, the uh, they we got an email saying they're going to install a new elevator. Like, deal with it. And I was like, okay. And these people start work at 7 a.m. in the goddamn morning. Yes, 7 a.m. And one morning, well, like the second morning, they started work. Which, look, they can't help it. You got to work. You got to do your job. Whatever. Like, there was, one, there was a fucking month where these people and by people I mean construction workers doing their job had to jackhammer right outside the window in my basement room my bedroom window jackhammer at 7 a.m and I I went nuts I called 311 I asked if there was a like a minimum time early time that they that they could you know can you start work later and legally you can do that at 7 a.m so I was like all right well I'm just gonna have to get over it that's okay but I lost my shit and I went a little cray cray uh, not so crazy though that I would ever go to Great Jones Spa again. Am I right? Anyway, so the second day these people were installing the new elevator, they were outside my bedroom door. I have two doors. The bedroom door like leads to the basement part. So you have to technically have a door in every room or like a window or something to like live in it and shit for like fire code or whatever. And these workers were chit-chatting away at 7 a.m. They were talking very loudly and yelling at each other from across the halls, laughing. And look, I'm not one to spoil someone's good time. Unless your good time is waking me up at the ass fuck crack of dawn. Okay? When you don't really need to be yelling. So, and I, I barely remember this, but I remember enough to write it down because I thought it'd be funny to recount. In the midst of them talking at seven in the goddamn morning, I, in my bedroom, which is in the basement, so they're on the other side of the door. Th th these walls are extremely thin downstairs. I can hear, I can hear tiptoeing, okay? I sleep with earplugs in. Every night, I sleep with earplugs in because I know motherfuckers be honking. Motherfuckers be doing their laundry right outside my, side my door. Motherfuckers be taking the trash out. So I put earplugs in. But you know what? My earplugs can't cover. Motherfuckers yelling and laughing Right outside my door at 7 in the goddamn morning. I had my earplugs in. I did. I had my earplugs in. But boy, I heard every little one of their little joke skis. Little jokesters. Oh, we got jokesters. That's not your job, is it? Your job is to install the elevator. Look, that's fine. You talk. You chit-chat. You make your job better and more tolerable and more fun. And I know that. But if you wake me up at 7 a.m. in the goddamn morning with jovial laughs and whatever, I, I'll lose my shit. I'll lose my shit. So there, I barely have memory of this, but I, I, I... I sat up and they're right outside my door so they could hear anything I did. I, at the top of my little cute little lungs, I screamed, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and one of the guys goes, wait, did you hear that? <laughs> and I just yelled, be quiet. I yelled, be quiet so loud. And then I put my earphones, my earplugs back in. And then I went upstairs to get my podcasting headphones 
that were noise canceling and I put them over my ears and then I put pills real dramatic like because in the morning not a nice person not a nice person in the morning that being said I'd rather get woken up at 6 a.m by a jackhammer pounding in my bedroom than ever stepping one goddamn pinky toe into Great Jones Spa okay 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 got it Here's a list of people I would rather talk to than that very rude male manager who worked at Great Jones Spa the morning of Saturday, January 11, 2020. A cat that's been dead under a porch for 17 years and hasn't fully decomposed yet, so a bunch of maggots are living in it, and, I, and in order to talk to this cat, I'd have to crawl deep under some porch to talk to it. And I, have, I would have to talk to it for one hour. I'd rather talk to that dead cat than that manager. I would rather talk to a 21-year-old white girl from Laguna Beach after she's ingested eight Long Island iced teas, seven tequila shots, six Corona lights, five Irish car bombs, four vodka crayons, three skinny girl margaritas, two whiskey needs, and thinks that abortion is murder. I'd much rather talk to that dumb bitch for four whole hours then spend one more minute looking at the very rude face of that very rude male manager at Great Jones Spa. You know who else I'd rather talk to? I'd rather talk to my ex-boyfriend of seven years who tried to sue me for $130,000. Yes, that's right. I'd rather talk to him. And I'm not. Don't fucking harass him online. That's stupid. Don't do that. Don't be a prick. I'm just saying... That my ex-boyfriend was a real cunt when I broke up with him and acted like it was a crime and tried to sue me and my comedy partner for $130,000. I would rather go on a road trip to Bumblefuck, Kansas with just him and I. And I couldn't, and I, all I had to do was listen to him just say whatever he wanted to. I'd rather do that than spend one minute talking to this male manager at Rachel on the Spot worked there on the morning of January 11th, 2020. I would rather talk to a severely perverted elderly man who smells of urine and Vicks Vapor Rub and has poopy under his fingernails because he can no longer wipe his asshole properly. And he won't shut up about his wife probably passed away because of all that dick I gave her. But in reality, it's because she was 93-year-old diabetic who had an addiction to Entenmann's candy. Entenmann's cakes. I'd rather try to reason with him about anything he wanted to talk about. I'd rather talk to a person who doesn't speak English at all, but is yelling at me in literally any other language and screaming right next to me, right on, right on, right next to me on my couch while I'm trying to watch the Grammys. The no, while I'm trying to watch the Oscars. That's something I'd be interested in watching the Oscars. Well, he's just yelling. It's a he, and he's yelling at me, and he's scary. I'd rather that. I'd rather that. I'd rather that. I'd rather talk to a morbidly obese man's sweaty asshole while he's pooping and jerking off. How could we can figure that? I don't know. But people in movies do stunts. And there's all these prank shows where they fucking figure out some weird pranks. We're like, there's an elevator and we pretend there's a ghost in it, but it's not really an elevator. So I'm sure that a thing can be fucking made. I'd rather talk to his asshole while he's pooping and jerking off than even look at that very rude ass manager. Who works at Grey Jones Spa. Okay. Okay. Do you understand? Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying, sir? 
Now, I think it's appropriate. I wanted to do this last week, and usually I try not to go over an, an hour. But, you know, sometimes when um, your face looks like the devil pissed on it, you, you break some rules. You know what I mean? You break some rules. You break some rules. You break some rules. So this is something I wanted to talk about last week, but I think it's a little, it's appropriate this week. It's, a, it's Yeah, I think it's appropriate. There's this book that I read, no, nay, listen to. It's a book, but it's also an audio book. And uh, I'm a real self-help junkie. And it's called Feeling Good by David Burns. Feeling Good, the new mood therapy, the clinically proven drug-free treatment for depression. And the book is narrated by a gentleman named George Newborn, Newborn, N-E-W-B-E-R-N. You can get it on Audible. Okay? You can get it on Audible. Wow. Yay. And there's this chapter that uh, this fucking book is truly magnificent. And I was using its techniques while I was in the Uber crying on my way to the worst spa that's ever existed in the world. And that worst spa is called Great Jones Spa. Um, I was using the techniques that he gave and he's real. This fucking book is really good. This book is so good because it's like, okay, you know, we always talk about these are the sources of your trauma and that those are very important conversations to have. But then it's like, all right, cool. What do I do about it? Like, give me some shit to do. And this book has a lot of great techniques for anxiety, for depression, for anger. And he, you know, sometimes, oh God, you know, when you hear something you, you like, you need to hear it, but you don't want to. And you're like, oh, God damn it. Fuck you. But also thank you. But there's this chapter on anger. And I thought maybe let's listen to it together. Maybe let's listen to it together and I'll narrate some of it if I think of funny things to say. But this is just give you a taste of this book, Feeling Good by David Burns. Varies in its generality depending on how many people okay. accept it. Okay. When a rule of behavior is unique to one person, other people may see it as eccentric. Also, this chapter is called Feeling Angry? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. An example of this would be my patient who washes her hands ritualistically over 50 times a day to set things times. right and to avoid extreme feelings of guilt and anxiety. That's OCD. When a rule is nearly universally accepted, it becomes part of a general moral code and may become a part of the body of law. Mm -hmm. The prohibition against murder is an example. It's a pretty good one. Nevertheless, funny. no amount of general acceptance can make such systems absolute or ultimately valid for everyone under all circumstances. This is so good and true. Much everyday anger results when we confuse our own personal wants with general moral codes. Don't take things personally. When you get mad at someone and you claim that they are acting unfairly, more often than not, what is really going on is they are acting fairly relative to a set of standards and frame of reference that differs from yours. That stings, but it's true. Your assumption that they are being unfair implies that your way of looking at things is universally accepted. Hit me with that, David. For this to be the case, everyone would have to be the same, but we aren't. We all think differently. <sighs> when you me. overlook this and blame the other person for being unfair... You are unnecessarily polarizing the interaction because the other person will feel insulted and defensive. Yeah, I can't have a good conversation after that. Then the two of you will argue fruitlessly about who is right. The whole dispute is based on the illusion of absolute fairness. Yep. Because of your relativity of fairness, there is a logical fallacy that is inherent in your anger. This is going to hurt, right? Although you feel convinced the other guy is acting unfairly, you must realize he is only acting unfairly relative to your value system. That hurts. But he is operating from his value system, not yours. More often than not, his objectionable action will seem quite fair and reasonable to him. Therefore, from his point of view, which is his only possible basis for action, yeah. what he does is fair. 
Do you want people to act fairly? <sighs> yes. Then you should want him to act as he does, even though you dislike what he does, since he is acting fairly within uh, his system. Fine. You can work to try to convince him to change his attitudes and ultimately modify his standards and his actions. Not going to be worth it. And in the meantime, you can take steps to make certain you won't suffer as a result of what he does. But when you tell yourself he's acting unfairly, you are fooling yourself and you are chasing a mirage. <sighs> Truth Does this right. mean that all anger is inappropriate and that the concepts of fairness and morality are useless because Hell they are no. relative? Some popular writers do give this impression. Oh, Dr. Wayne it. Dyer writes... We are conditioned to look for justice in life, and when it doesn't appear, we tend to feel anger, anxiety, or frustration. Oh, shit. Actually, it would be equally productive to search for the fountain of youth, or some such myth. Justice does not exist. It never has, and it never will. The world is simply not put together that way. Robins eat worms. That's not fair to the worms. Yeah. You have only to look at nature to realize there is no justice in the world. Tornadoes, floods, tidal waves, droughts are all unfair. This position represents the opposite extreme and is an example of all or nothing thinking. Oh, all or nothing thinking. It's like saying, throw your watches and clocks away because Einstein showed that absolute time does not exist. Oh, you'd be such a dick if you did the that. The concepts of time and fairness are socially useful, even though they do not exist in an absolute sense. In addition to this contention that the concept of fairness is an illusion, Dr. Dyer seems to suggest that anger is useless. You may accept anger as a part of your life, but do you realize it serves no utilitarian purpose? Shut up. You do not have to possess it, and it serves no purpose that has anything to do with being a happy, fulfilled person. The irony of anger is that it never works in changing others. You're telling me, kid. Again, his arguments seem to be based on cognitive distortion. To say anger serves no purpose is just more all-or-nothing thinking. True. And to say it never works is an overgeneralization. Don't do that. Actually, anger can be adaptive and productive in certain situations. Like when you get your face riddled with so acne. So the question is not, should I or should I not feel anger, but rather, where will I draw the line? <sighs> where will the I following go? two guidelines will help you to determine when your anger is productive and when it is not. Hit me, David Burns. These two criteria can help you synthesize what you are learning and to evolve a meaningful personal philosophy about anger. One... Is my anger directed towards someone who has knowingly, intentionally, and unnecessarily acted in a hurtful manner? Two, is my thing. anger useful? Does it help me achieve a desired goal, or does it simply defeat me? Example, Neither. You're playing basketball, and a fellow on the other team elbows you in the stomach intentionally so as to upset you and get you off your game. You may be able to channel your anger productively so you will play harder and win. I wish. So far, your anger is adaptive. Once the game is over, you may no longer want that anger. Now it's maladaptive. Yeah. Suppose your three-year-old son runs mindlessly into the street and risks his life. In this case, he is not intentionally inflicting harm. Nevertheless, the angry mode in which you express yourself may be adaptive. The emotional arousal in your voice conveys a message of alarm and importance that might not come across if you were to deal with him in a calm, totally objective manner. In both these examples, you chose to be angry, and the magnitude and expression of the emotion were under your control. Yeah. The adaptive and positive effects of your anger differentiate it from hostility, which is impulsive and uncontrolled and leads to aggression. <sighs> Fine. Suppose you were enraged about some senseless violence you read about in the paper. Here the act seems clearly hurtful and immoral. Nevertheless, your anger may not be adaptive if, as is usually the case, there is nothing you plan to do about it. 
Ain't that if the truth? In contrast, you choose to help the victims or begin a campaign to fight crime in some way, your anger might again be adaptive. Hey, amen. Keeping these two criteria in mind, let me give you a series of methods you can use to reduce your anger in those situations where it is not in your best interest. Okay, okay. Develop the desire. Anger can be the most difficult emotion to modify because when you get mad, you will be like a furious bulldog. And persuading yeah. you to stop sinking your teeth into the other person's leg can be extremely tough. You're telling me, dude. You won't really want to rid yourself of those feelings because you will be nope. consumed by the desire for revenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After all, because anger is caused by what you perceive to be unfair, it is a moral emotion. And you will be extremely hesitant to let go of the righteous feeling. Yeah. You will have the nearly irresistible urge to defend and justify your anger with religious zeal. Overcoming this will require an act of great willpower. So why bother? Yeah, why the first bother? First step, use the double column technique to make the All list right. of the advantages. So, so that's just a little snippet of the book Feeling Good by David Burns. Doesn't the narrator kind of have a really sexy voice? I listen to this book so much and it's so helpful that I want to have sex with whoever narrated it. I mean, whoever narrated it is a person named named George Newburn, but I don't know what he looks like, and I don't know what his uh, mural status is. But if he's cutie with a booty, call you girl. So yeah. Yeah, you know. I was really having a channel. David Burns' words is... Oh, okay, wait. <laughs> Do you want to... Okay, <laughs> So sometimes stand-up comedians do impressions. And I usually think it's kind of corny, but I'm going to forgo that. And I'm going to do an impression. Okay, this is my impression of of, of, of Great Jones Spa. Okay. Wait, I'm not done. joke what do you get when you mix a dumpster fire a cup of diarrhea a screaming baby with an ear infection on a 16-hour flight to bali and donald trump's low-hanging rusty disease-ridden testicles what do you get well you get you get you know you get you know you get <clears throat> you know you get you get great jones spa okay now don't don't harass them I encourage you not to go, though. Boy, do I encourage you not to go there. Don't go there. They're fucking rude. That one guy was very rude. Just talk to the guy. Great Jones Spa. Just you can't do that for me. Do me a little solid. Oh, God. If he was at a carnival in a dunk tank, I would spend every last dollar I have to dunk him. So in conclusion, hey, in conclusion, look, look, don't be a dick. Have empathy for yourself and others. Don't go to Great Jones Spa. Do be kind. Do go rollerblading. Do have great friends and laugh with them often. And if you have it in your hearts, 
please rate and review my podcast on iTunes because it makes it show up at the top of the comedy charts on iTunes, which is like how like I feel like good about myself sometimes. I also feel good about myself when I have good skin, but this is one of the ways that I can, um, you know, promote out there. I'm supposed I'm supposed to be asking people to rate and review it, and by supposed to I mean I want to, but I then I don't feel I feel like I feel bad asking. And after this experience with this terrible manager at Great Jones Spot, don't go there. That's my impression of it. Um, I feel like I'm just gonna start saying shit now, even more than I already have. Cut my life into pieces. Guys, congrats on not killing yourself resort. this week. Don't do it again next week. I love you. I'll talk to you next one. Tonight